You're listening to Company of One, episode number 127. Welcome to the Company of One podcast featuring Dale Callahan. Dedicated to helping you find freedom in life and with your career. Learn how to not only increase your income, but take control of the income you acquire. Let's ignite that inner entrepreneur in you. Now, welcoming your host, Dale Callahan. Hey, it's great to be with you. It is now 2017, the uh, year. I realize people listen to these things at different times, but, you know, for me, it's uh, 2017. At the beginning, it's January. And uh, so we're... uh, Hopefully you're getting off to a start. I mean, this is this is a time of reflection for a lot of people. Some of you are goal setters. I know I talk to many of you. You're goal setters all throughout the year, and you go through that. And that's kind of how I am. I'm not in for New Year's resolutions or anything, but I tend to do uh, goal setting all year and uh, change things and adjust things as need be. But one of the things that kind of gets to me, and one of the things we've just recently gone through in our company, is those unfinished pesky projects. You know those things, you've got a pile of things laying around and you just know that you need to get finished and some of them are more important than others. But, uh, you know, if, and, if you, and if they're not, what you do is you just take those projects and you put them in the back of a closet or perhaps the garbage can, right? Because they don't matter. But there's some things that do matter. And those un finished projects, those things tend to drain energy because we see them. We see notes about what we need to do. So I'm going to kind of walk you through a process right now. I'm not going to kind of, I'm going to walk you through a process that we have just used to get projects done and something I do quite often on these things I need to accomplish. Uh, so uh, here's here's kind of my steps for getting unfinished projects done. Um is uh, and and there's a couple of things here. And let me just walk you through them. And by the way, I, I I am supposed to tell you this every time. These notes, the show notes, are always at delkellahan.com, and they are delkellahan.com/slash/one-twenty-seven. This is episode number one-twenty-seven. You can go to delkellahan.com/slash/podcast and just see a list of all the different podcasts through the time. So. Uh, That will help you out too. But I'm spending a lot of time right now talking about productivity issues, you know, in the company of one model because being more productive, having more output, making better decisions about what you you spend your time on, where you spend your time, uh, helps increase your income. It makes you better at what you do. So one of those things is those pesky unfinished projects for many of you it's diy projects sitting around your house those boy do i have some of those so number one step number one define what finished looks like i mean the number of times i'm sitting in a corporate meeting where uh and sometimes it's you know multi-millions of dollars being spent on things that uh Nobody really knows what done looks like. And one of my favorite questions to ask is, what does success look like? Or what does done look like? Depending on the context, I want to know 
How do we define when we are finished? What is the goal? And it's really shocking for all of us. I know you, you suffer the same thing. When you ask yourself that question, it's pretty fuzzy. What does it look like? You know, even if you're sitting here, hey, I want to redo my kitchen. Hey, I want to, uh, I want to write a book. You know, we don't have a real strong clarity of where the finish line is. If you're running a race, there's a finish line. Where is that finish line? And you may think, well, Dale, if you're writing a book, that's clear. The book's published. But no, no, anybody any, done any book publishing, you know, that's not the finish line. So you just have to define what finished looks like. Uh, so that's the big thing for me. Uh, the second thing is once you know what it looks like, and, and by the way, sometimes writing that down, and if there's multiple people involved getting agreement, that this statement of what done looks like is in fact done. That's what we're after. Then set a deadline in step number two. Uh, now, fortunately or unfortunately, these deadlines are often put by someone else. And have you ever noticed when somebody else puts a deadline on you? And I'll walk you through an example that we just went through uh, uh, in a few minutes. But when someone else puts a deadline on you, you can meet it. Very often you can meet it. Even a challenging deadline, you can meet it. But your own projects, the things that you come up with, the things that you want to accomplish, those tend to be um, things that we have the hardest time finishing, right? Me too. And it's so weird. If somebody else is driving the agenda, if I'm letting somebody else take control of my life, if I'm letting somebody else take control of my time, I will meet it. But I won't do it for myself. That's pretty revealing, right? Who is in control of our life? So setting a deadline for the things that we want done is very, very important. My son recently published a book uh, before he turned 15 and he had this deadline set and he was like driven like a machine and uh, he met it and it was something he wanted to do. Nobody was pushing him. Nobody had his schedule. He did it. It was just so impressive and I thought that was, if there's the one skill that's probably more important than everything you will learn in college, than everything you will learn in, in all the other th studies that you do, it's just that self discipline to get it done. Setting your own deadline. So set the deadline. Number three, break down the steps. We've heard this before, but we don't really do it. This is working backwards. This is reverse engineering. Set the steps. What are the steps? If I look at, here's my deadline. Here's where, here's where I need to be to. Just set the steps and start to work backwards. What do you have to do along the way to have these things done? And you can put dates on them. Then you can think through the uh, timeline because it will become pretty clear as you do this. And putting this on paper instead of the fuzziness of your head is really, really helpful. Because it, be, it brings you clarity. It brings a sense of urgency. It, uh, it brings a sense of, oh, this is not is going to be as doable as I thought sometimes. Uh, sometimes it brings the sense of, boy, I better get started. Uh, but just breaking down the steps. And what I, when I say breaking down the steps, this is another mistake I see that we so often make. Work backward from your deadline set of steps in a schedule,
but make sure each step is measurable, right? So if, you're, if you've got to redo a, a room in your house, and one thing you need to do is paint the room, uh, and, and I love these words right here. I, I see people that will tell me this in the corporate world. They will have steps set down, and one of their steps will say something like, research the paint color or think about what color I want to, to paint the color, to paint the room. Research and think. If you find those words in your steps, they are not a step. That's an activity. That's not a done Research. When do you when when are you finished researching? Never, practically never. So saying research paint colors or think about paint colors is not a done step. Choose a paint color. Pick the color. That is the done step. Maybe even more done is buy the cans of paint of the color I chose. So make sure when you break down the steps that they are measurable, that you can know that you're done with that step so I can confidently take a pen and cross through it and say, done, That's that part is done. Step four, who will do the work? Now, as if you're an entrepreneur type mindset like me, I don't mean you're necessarily an entrepreneur, but you have that entrepreneurial mindset uh, that a lot of us do, even in the corporate world, a lot of, a lot of us do. Uh, we like we think we need to do everything ourselves, and this is a real trap for you know entrepreneurs of all levels. We think we need to do it all. We want to dive in, research, learn how, and do the best we can do because we want to be in control. It's maybe it's a control freak kind of thing. You know, um, a better option to do is who should do this task and break this task. As you break down the task, think through who should. Do this task. For example, I was moving out of a house a couple of years ago, and I had done a lot of work because I tend to do a lot of DIY stuff. We had redone floors. We had done all kinds of stuff. There was a bathroom that needed to be tiled that had been partly tiled, and we needed to finish the rest of it. And um, it was just one with all the things going on. We had already purchased another house, and we were moving forward, and we were going to rent this house out that we were moving from, and uh, it just needed to be done. And I just hired a guy. He came in, and within like two days, it was done. I mean, it would have taken me weeks because I'm slow at projects like that. Um, so he was done. It was money well spent. So thinking through, now I realize that costs money and you have to think about that, but thinking through who is the best person to do this. And as this is especially true on DIY projects where it's maybe you and your spouse or uh, you've got kids around that can help and uh, or on corporate projects where you've got team members you can reach out to and they were, they oftentimes they want to help. They want to be part of things. So who should do each step? Number five, put it on your calendar. Now, I, I have a link, in, and I'll put it in the show notes at dellcallahan.com 127. I forget, I think it's episode number 125, where I talk about how I use Google Calendar's um, description field for keeping up with tasks. So what I would do if I had a task and... Um, I would and I would I would go in and say what amount of time am I going to spend every day every week whatever whatever that is and I would put it on my Google Calendar and I would put in the notes 
I would take those 15-minute tasks, those 30, I'd take, I would take the steps, the plan, if you will, and put it in Google Calendar. So I, I say, okay, it's 10 o'clock in the morning. It's time for me to work on Project X. Boom, open that up, and right there in front of me is what to do next. And when I'm done with that step, I update my calendar, and then I save it, and then it saves for future events. I'll talk, I talk a lot about that in detail on that other post. I'll put it in the link on how I use Google Calendar for projects like that. So let me just tell you, that's the five steps. This really, really works. We just had an example in our company uh, where we needed, we had, uh, we have a publisher who is publishing two of our products uh, and they, so they wanted us to, so it was video content they were going to publish and package. And so we've signed a publishing agreement with them and we realized we needed to remaster some of the content. Now that sounds maybe trivial uh, but I remember when we looked at the deadline and the guy sent us a deadline which is the key right um, is the deadline so first we we had we were a little un, we were a little fuzzy they wanted us to deliver the videos via DVD okay once they said that we knew what done looked like we needed to fix some things and all the videos and there was lots of videos on these DVDs uh, so we needed to fix some other things on these DVDs. And then the guy sends me this note that says, hey, we need these the first week of January. Boom. I know what done looked like, and we had a deadline. And then we started uh, uh, setting up the steps and broke them down backward, going backwards. When we did, we realized, wow. There's a lot of work to be done. So, you know, this is around Christmas time and all these things were going on. And we thought we had a lot more time. And as we laid out the plan, we thought, wow, there's a lot of stuff going on here. We better get at it. So it created this sense of urgency for us uh, that, that really helped move us along. Um, so the next thing is who was going to do it. Since we had a couple of different people, we broke up the task into two different things, video editing and the cutting and the final stuff and the getting things to the final state. There was multiple pieces in here. So we broke off the task into different people doing different team, different stuff. Uh, you know, and this would have never, ever, ever, ever worked had I tried to do this myself or probably if one of the other people had tried to do it themselves. It would have never pulled it off because it took a team effort um, to make that deadline. So number five, what we did is we, we took the calendar and fortunately uh, somebody else did this for me and they, they sent me an email and said, if we wanna be done, here's what we gotta do every day to make this happen. And it was awesome because basically she had taken all the steps here and just laid them out for me. Uh, Boom, and we got them done. We actually were done ahead of schedule, and we shipped it before they asked for it. We sent them an email the other day, and they said, uh, hey, that's cool. We're, you're ahead of schedule. That's cool, which is something we don't hear very often, and neither do I, so don't think this happens all the time. But it was awesome, but we just really did it. This was just one of those pesky things. It was big. It was a lot more work than it appeared on first when it first happened but we got it done. So what about you? What about all the other things that you've got to get done? Um, some other things I've used this process for is when I finished my PhD dissertation, I went from start to finish in about three months. Uh, I built, we built a new product. Our customers demanded a new product and we hurried up, built a product and delivered it within one, one month, which was 
fast for us. Um, so, I, I mean, I'm just, there's how many things can we think about that we can just get done? When you think about projects that you have done, I know you can think when you've met the deadline, some of these steps, you probably took some of these steps logically. What I'm challenging you to do right now is to spend 15 minutes and just look around your desk, look around your office, look around your house and say, these things are pesky to me. I want to kill them. I want them to go away. And uh, I can either ignore them and throw them out. That's great. Or I just need to get them done. So take it and just go through these steps. Break it down. What it's done look like? Set a deadline. Break down the steps. Who's going to do the work? Even if it's you, who's going to do the work? Or how can you get other people to help you? Um, and then put it on your calendar and get it done. Just get it done. So hopefully that's some help to you. I just encouragement. I, it, again, we all have all these pesky steps laying stuff laying around. Let's clean it out. Let's clean it out and get fresh this time. Again, everything here is on DaleCallahan.com. I have the notes, the show notes on DaleCallahan.com slash 127 for episode number 127 on how to finish those unfinished projects. Have a great week. See you next time.